Hey, Fitz, or sorry, uh, whoever this is. Hi. Um, it is 6.07. My name is Jeb Hogan, and this is the 8 p.m. news. Take one. Uh, should be pretty easy editing-wise. I bet you'll lead with the new Spanish thing, so I'm going to just jump right into that. Here it goes. With National Public Audio in New York, I'm Jebediah Hogan with a look at this evening's news. We start in Europe tonight, where President Teori Cabrera of New Spain has stepped down following a surprise press conference in which the president revealed that she is, in fact, a hologram. President Cabrera made the announcement, then momentarily vanished from sight, only to reappear high above reporters' heads in the form of a great white egret. I hereby announce my immediate resignation, dissolve the parliament, and call on the United Western Powers to oversee special elections before the end of the year, squawked the half-bird, half-human hologram before exploding into a grand finale of virtual fireworks, leaving reporters with many unanswered questions, including whether an avatar has the authority to dissolve the parliament, whether a human Cabrera ever existed, and does New Spain even have a parliament to dissolve in the first place? Frequent listeners of National Public Audio will remember that former West Ukrainian president Zaleski Karkanov was revealed to be a hologram only a few months ago when protesters stormed the presidential palace in Kiev. Though the Russian Union continues to insist that Karkanov is indeed composed of flesh and blood, Backup files found in the basement of the presidential palace all but confirm that the deposed leader was digitally rendered from day one, with Karkanov's still unknown masters cleverly using his morbid obesity to discourage the public from coming too close to their virtual leader. Though President Cabrera's voluntary confession is likely to send shockwaves through all of the Ukraines, there was no comment from government officials in Kiev because there is currently no government in Kiev. Representatives from a loose union of West Ukrainian towns did issue a statement calling on the United Western Powers to step up and help guide both their nation and the new Spanish people through these trying times. Elsewhere overseas, big news in Southeast Asia today where the people of former Australia officially established diplomatic relations with their neighbors in the Alibaba group of independent cities, marking the beginning of a new chapter for post-nuclear Australia. Alibaba Chief Operating Officer Marcus Ma joined a wild-haired man clad in leather and spikes in the Brunei administrative region to announce new trade relations between the two groups. Ma praised the undying spirit and fortitude of the former Australian people while also introducing an all-new cloud marketplace for purchasing handmade goods from the fledgling Australian businesses. President Carter attended the event via IRL Hologram, where she performed several of her early 50s hits before being forced to cut her set short due to unseasonably early floodwaters in Washington, D.C., be sure to join us on Sunday for NPA's weekly consumer panic hour. This week, we'll be taking an in-depth look at the global impact of trade relations with the highly radioactive island nation of former Australia. 
It's an hour you and your loved ones can't afford to miss. Okay. Next is Continental, and details are still coming in on the Keystone thing, so I'm going to give you some options in there. <clears throat> Our top North American story comes from Canada, where an explosion along the Keystone XL pipeline has leveled a small town in eastern Alberta. Casualty reports are still coming in, but first responders can already confirm that there were no survivors that despite the visible damage, most citizens remain unharmed. That only one man and one woman survived, meaning they alone will be responsible for repopulating all of eastern Alberta. That it is simply too soon to report any casualties. Ottawa's Ministry of International Economic Pandering was quick to point out that this latest environmental catastrophe should have little to no impact on the price of oil, since the Keystone Pipeline doesn't really produce much of fucking anything in the grand scheme of things. What with peak oil and all, just fuck off. The ministry has since apologized for issuing that statement, saying only that the deputy minister will be entering a 12-step program later this week. And finally, in New York, representatives from the Bloomberg Municipal Management Board's Special Council on Citizen Issues held the first of four cloud-based town halls for residents of Midtown Manhattan today, addressing concerns as varied as downtown's request to extend the border of Hell's Kitchen Sink north to 66th Street and the growing problem of sinkholes in and around Central Park. Nameless functionaries from the special council appeared primarily as faceless avatars, repeatedly assuring residents that no neighborhood boundaries would be redrawn, and that rumors of a shadow civilization living in the north woods of Central Park are completely unfounded. Several protesters attempted to disrupt the town hall, but were immediately removed and banned from the hangout after throwing virtual shoes at the faceless heads of the Bloomberg administrators and engineers. That's all for this hour's news. Join us again in one hour for updates on the situation in Canada, New Spain, and more. I'm Jebediah Hogan, and this is NPA. So, um, Fitz, I, I mean, I don't know if this is Fitz, I, if I'm talking to you right now, but if I am, if you are coming into work, could you just tell me, jab me, whatever. I, I, I just want to know if you're okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you're okay, but um, also, no, no, you probably aren't. Okay, if you haven't been coming into work, and you what, you, you drunkenly ambushed my roommate? And yes, I get it, you work nights, so... But, but being drunk at 10 a.m. is not actually the problem. It's being drunk and showing up to my apartment and harassing my roommate. That is the problem. I, I mean, what were you even thinking? You weren't thinking, obviously. You were angry, drunk, probably fucking horny, if we're being honest here, because I know I fucking am, but... but Opal already hates me. And this is not what I needed in my personal life. Do you understand that? And she said you hit on her? I mean, Jesus fits. There are quarter-life crises, and then there's this. 
I thought she said you hit her at first because that made more sense to me than, than you hitting on her. Do you understand how, how you were obviously in some kind of self-destructive spiral? Because I'm not taking the blame for that. That is not my fault. You broke up with me. That is a lie, or an oversimplification, or a lie. It's a technicality, is what it is. I made you break up with me. Like, logically, I forced you. I gave you an ultimatum that, that was obviously just an excuse to make you break up with me. I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't broken up with me. I just... Sorry about that. I guess I could have broken up with you. Of course, I'm probably not even talking to you, am I? I'm probably talking to Jethro. And I apologize for bringing my personal life to work, Jethro. Sorry. You know what? Let's just rerun 8 p.m. at 9, and, and I'll skip to 10 now, okay? Here it goes. Places Like This is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. This week's episode was a look at the evening news with Jebediah Hogan and was performed by Chris Barlow. Music by Steve Sobs. Like what you're hearing? Then come see our live show, Condolences from the Future, this June 16th at 7 p.m., part of Ars Nova's Antfest. All the details are online at placeslikethis.net slash condolences and arsnovanyc.com. For all that and more, visit us at placeslikethis.net and subscribe on iTunes for more Places Like This. This.